Welcome to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Stepp. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg. For more information about Dr. Stepp and how the Transforming Leadership team builds effectiveness in leaders, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. Now let's join Dr. Steph in the studio. Welcome to the Transforming Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg. And of course, I'm joined by Dr. Steve Steph, the founder of Transforming Leadership. Please check us out online, tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. Dr. Steph, we've been doing a whole series of Transforming Leadership Proverbs podcasts. These are yep. sayings and truisms that you and the Transforming Leadership team have coined over the years to help the leaders that you work with. Like, do you guys have like a dartboard that you put these up on or a pin board or, or where, do, where do you haul all these things? Because you, you've got to, after 20 years, you've, you've probably gathered so many of these. Like, where do you keep them? You're like, so let's, we already know this. We don't need to learn it all over again. I'm glad you asked that, Jim, because uh, even though that wasn't in our notes, I'm glad you asked it because uh, we've, we have already published one little booklet of uh, Transforming Leadership, or TLC, Transforming Proverbs, we call them. And we are in the process of, of writing the book on the Transforming Proverbs that uh, hopefully will be in print this summer. Uh, it's going to have 35 of our Proverbs in there. We have 41 uh, to date. We add something every now and then, and every now and then we go in there and look at something and kick it and say, no, that doesn't deserve to be in there any longer. But but I think the book's going to come down to about 35 Proverbs. So. Have you done one on the proverb, no good deed goes unpunished? Uh, no, we haven't, but I could relate to it, yeah. <laughs> All right, just checking. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So today's Transforming Leadership Proverb is the difference between preference and priority is an intentional plan. Explain this yeah. one to me. We have leaders tell us all the time, you know, I've got this list of priorities and I just, you know, I, I just don't get them done. And the fact is, I would tell you that we, we invariably get our priorities done. We may not have everything on our list accomplished, but we got our priorities done. Everyone woke up this morning with the same 24 hours in the day. And the priorities in reality are the things that I got done. There were things that I got done that I'll bet were not on that list. So did they become a priority or did they become a, uh, I mean, were they a preference that morning or were they a priority I made a decision at some point, Jim. It, I mean, this is what it comes down to when we're talking about preference or priority. I made a decision at some point that day to do this instead of this, right? One became the priority. One was something that I wanted to get done, but one became the priority, and that's what I got accomplished. So does that, does that help? Does that make sense? It, it, it does, and honestly, it's always easier to do the preferences, because we prefer to do them, and sometimes preferences don't help us get our priorities done. Why don't you give us an example of how you struggle with this before we get into the deep of how we can fix this? Oh, gee whiz. Well, <laughs> I struggle with it. You know that I've got more than just a touch of uh, ADD. You know, and, and my wife would tell you that, that it's way more than a touch of ADD. So 
it's it's a constant struggle for me because I'm always attracted to that shiny object or that squirrel. If I don't have a list of things that I am absolutely going to get done that day, it is very, very easy for me to get distracted by either the thing that I want to do or get distracted by the thing that draws my attention. So I've got these priorities over here on the list. If those are just good ideas, then then I can I can uh, uh, drift over to what draws my attention or to what I enjoy doing or to what I'm comfortable doing or to what comes easiest for me. But now, those are the priorities. Priorities. Let me let me give you a definition. The dictionary tells us that a priority is a thing that is regarded as more important than another thing. Well, the tricky part here is the word regarded. Regarded literally means paid attention to or heeded. So putting it on the list does not make it a priority. What makes it a priority is, is it the thing that I pay the most attention to or heed? Those are my priorities. So, so that's, that's why I say we get our priorities done. We get the things done that we pay attention to or that we heed, we just may not get everything done that's on this uh, nebulous list over here. So, okay, so the solution isn't writing a list, because I thought we were going to be done with the podcast already when you say, hey, we write a list, this is where we're going to spend our time, that's that, that list that, that prioritizes our intentionality, all right, all right. but, but well, you're saying that's not going to solve the problem. It maybe prioritizes our uh, uh, intentionality. Uh, we're talking about intention and attention. Um, writing a list, I have a list on everything because if I don't have that list, I will not get it done. There's no question about that. So then I have to make the behavioral decision. Do I do the things that are on my list? Do I regard the items that are on my list? Or do I do just what comes next or what comes easiest? So, Having the list does not mean that it is literally a priority. Having the list means that there are things that I want to get done. I, by my decisions and my behavior, identify or determine whether it is a priority. What are some of the things? Maybe I'm just stuck on the misuse of the word. If it's a priority, I did it. But how do we, because there's a lot of things that compete for our attention. You know, if we've got our priority list that we've, you know, and I write lists as well. I write a list that's a weekly list and I write a list that's a daily list. Here, here's what I'm going to try to tackle today. But like you said, there's that pretty shiny stone that gets our attention. Yeah, and yeah. Sometimes for me, it's the news or maybe it's my email inbox. I believe the email inbox is probably the oh. detriment of priority lists of across the globe. Yeah, how yeah, do you help? How do you help and train people through transforming leadership? How to maintain attention towards those priorities that we need to drive at intentionally? How do you help us? Yeah, it, it's all about behavior. It comes down to your personal behavior. You hit on it with what you just said. I wish I'd written it down, but it says here's a list of things that I'm going to try to get done today. The word "try" implies that. But I may allow other things to get in the way. Well, our phone rings. We get emails. We stop and eat lunch. Um, we get, you know, our bosses come in and drop other projects on our desk and say, hey, this has got to get done today. I mean, so things do interfere. We, that's why I use the word try. You know, and sometimes that's why we all end up working 12-hour days. Yeah, because that, that's exactly right. But a lot of things that interfere 
we allow to interfere uh, passively. Uh, I have uh, writing assignments that I have to do, for instance. When I do those writing assignments, I do them with all the notifications turned off on my computer and my phone turned off. Because if not, I know that if that phone lights up, I'm going to look at it. I know that if those notifications are turned on on my computer, that I have a handful of CEOs across the nation, that if an email comes in with that CEO's name on it, even though it might not need to be responded to right then, I'm still going to look at it right then. So the priority then just became, look at the email from the CEO. So it always comes down to the behavior and what what guardrails are we going to put in place to ensure that we get our priorities done? Priorities mean that I regard this higher than I regard that. And that may require certain disciplines on your part to ensure that regard. When we make a decision to prioritize one thing over another, What's the next step? What's the next thing we should do to make sure that we actually get that done? I think it's the guardrail. Examine your own life, examine your own behavior, and say, what are these things that interfere with me getting things accomplished? And then intentionally eliminate them. But, uh, to, to, to a great, de- to a great de- de- degree, sorry, to a great degree, it's just as simple as that is eliminating the distractions, preventing yourself from being distracted and thinking of something else to do that you enjoy more. Does it sometimes help to drive those priorities down into more detail so that, because sometimes yeah, we give ourselves a priority and it is like clean the house. Okay. Or maybe it's, or maybe in the office workplace, it's clean that empty dumping place office. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're, you're right on target there with one of the greatest reasons that we don't get our large priorities done is that we have not broken them down into bite-sized chunks. So uh, for me and my writing, for instance, I might set aside Thursday mornings for writing. And and all week I'm, I'm looking at, all right, Thursday morning I'm going to write. And then Thursday morning comes and I know Thursday morning is writing time. And, and you know, but I'm going to just as soon as I get through this email here and then, you know, I need to take a, I, I'm on four different companies email list. So I, I need to take a look at those, but then there's some things that may have popped up on LinkedIn where if I instead had Thursday morning, get 500 words written Thursday morning, get 1500 words written. I have a measurable, definable uh, behavior, a measurable, definable goal for that day. Don't write the book. Don't work on the book. Work on the 1,500 words. That's your deliverable for that day. And if I get the 1,500 words done in two hours, if I get the 1,500 words done in four hours, my deliverable for that day is 1,500 words, and it's a bite-sized chunk, as opposed to work on the book. Work on the book is is an overwhelming thought. So I'm just going to push that back until I feel like working on the book. But how do we eliminate that emotional tie to this? Because, you know, preference, that's an emotional word. Priority is almost like a dictatorial word. I've got to do this. This is what's really important for me to do. Well, but, but, but the priority, the I've got to do, 
I think for those of us that, that have some sense of responsibility and some sense of accountability, we will do that if we can see how to do it as painlessly as possible, right? So it needs to be broken down to those painless or somewhat painless chunks where if, if it is not, we are going to avoid that pain or avoid that confusion, the pain and confusion being the same thing. Uh, I've got to work on the book. Well, there's a pain or a confusion there. I, I don't know where to start. Where working on the book could be outlined for chapters one through four. Just outline. That's it. Could be outlined for chapter one. But at least I know if, if you just bear down, push these other things aside, do the outline for chapter one, then you're through for the day. Right? You do that you know, four weeks in a row, well, before you know it, you've got your book outlined. Now that the book is outlined, now it's, you know, write 2,500 words for chapter one. Uh, it, the bite-sized chunk allow us to face the emotional conflict of the, uh, what do you call it, the discipline there. All right, all right, so let's just say that you held a workshop where you actually taught this and, pract- and you, pra- you put it into practice, 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 and you added accountability. And so the whole organization, everybody is set towards driving towards priorities, not towards preferences. Everybody's going, they've got their priority list for the day. They've broken them out by bite-sized points, uh, bite-sized steps. And then the boss comes in and says, hey, the CEO said you got to do this today. How, uh, which all of a sudden becomes a priority. How do you balance, how do you build into the culture that the boss doesn't do that and throw everything you've been working on, creating this intentional plans to, uh, to execute priorities and then all of a sudden, CEOs who are typically visionaries who often come up with new and creative ideas every hour kind of throw a wrench into it. What do you do with that? Well, I, you know, there, there are a couple of issues there. One is if, if the CEO comes in, he's always the boss, right? <laughs> Correct. But, but, but you do have to, it, it is incumbent, I say you have to, it, it is incumbent on the organization to have leadership take into account the responsibilities of those they lead. So they, they are not there as your servant. You are, in fact, there as their servant to help them be successful. And if being successful, you know, your job, one, one of the other proverbs, if you'll recall, Jim, your job every day is to ensure the success of your people. Not to ensure that they get their job done, ensure the success of their people which involves getting their job done, which involves all of these things on this priority list that we were talking about. So if we're going to be a servant leader, that is our job, even though I've had a new brainstorm on something. You know, another light bulb came on. But I would tell you to, to take it a step further, if I've broken my priority down to bite-sized chunks, and if I have timelined those chunks, And if the CEO comes in and interferes with that timeline, which is going to happen because sometimes the house is on fire, never defer that timed activity without putting another time on it. If if you do that, it will not get done. Right. If if I was set to write 2,500 words on Thursday morning and something happened on Thursday and that couldn't happen, then I need to assign that 2,500 words to another day and another time so that it remains timelined. 
Well, and if you're bringing, otherwise, it, it's just lingering over me all the time. Right, and if you're breaking it out into small bite-sized steps, if you've completed a step, you know right where you got to pick up. If you've right. left it as the whole elephant, and you know you still got to start taking bite-sized chunks out of it, that makes it untenable. Right, uh, right. Steve, I think that this understanding this transforming leadership proverb, the difference between preference and priority, is really based on intentionality and an that, intentional plan. Yeah, that, that's it. It's, it's put a plan together, a, a time-bound plan there. That's, that's the intentional plan. It's a time-bound plan, and it remains time-bound even when there are interruptions. First, eliminate all of the interruptions that you can. And for those interruptions that you cannot eliminate or that pop up or the house is on fire, adjust the timeline, but do not leave them hanging. Hmm. It's fantastic words of wisdom. Phenomenal. Thank you, Dr. Steve Steff. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. And to our listeners, again, please check us out online. Transform Leadership is online at tleadership.com, tleadership.com. We'd love to hear from you with your questions. Uh, maybe you've got something you, you want to engage Transform Leadership with in, within your organization. Please let us know out there. You can. There's a phone number and there's also a contact us form. Remember, the Transform Leadership is committed to maximizing individual and organizational effectiveness so keep listening to our proverbs being played out in these podcasts. Until next time. And that ends our discussion for today. Thanks for listening to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Stepp. For more information on how Dr. Stepp and the Transforming Leadership team can help you become a more effective leader, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. The Transforming Leadership Podcast is available on your favorite podcast directories, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please leave a rating and review on your favorite platform to help us spread the word. Until next time, remember, building effectiveness in leaders starts with the transformation of your heart towards your people.